Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, blah, 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 destructive but cute Disney characters, historical Japanese generals, alien technologies made by Jumba, cute slices of life moments, what if scenarios, and the latest manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Aloha! Episode 430, Stitch in the Samurai. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Some podcasts and banger reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land and hope your week has been amazing because mine was pretty badass. Uh, well... Let's talk about the fact that I was at Otakon this week, and it was amazing, great, wonderful, and a lot of fun. Really cool hanging out with some of my old friends and seeing some new ones and checking out some really cool things at the convention, as well as checking out the dealer's room, which, surprisingly, cheap manga is still around, and they are now lowered their prices to $4 a manga, so sweet. But... I digress. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin, or like I said, some podcast and manga reviews about Connected Enhanced Narrative, is a podcast which talks about geeky, nerdy things, and we tell you the pros and cons about it. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin, that's S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin in the search bar, and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. Remember to like and subscribe, and if you like what we do, support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. All this information is going to be in the show notes, so definitely check it out. And with that in mind, let's get to it, because I'm excited to talk about this uh, manga that we're talking about. Even though I hate the publication company for this, I'm excited to talk about this because it's about one of my favorite characters in the Disney Parthenon. Because for a long time, my favorite character was Aladdin from Disney's Aladdin, because, well, one... Similar name to mine, and also kind of cool character, and I love the story of Aladdin and the Magic Lamp. However, in 2002, a new character rocketed his way into the Disney Parthenon, and more importantly, into the hearts of hundreds and millions of people. Someone who is cute, fluffy, and totally destructive. For those of you who are not figuring out who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the eponymously named Stitch from Lilo and Stitch, subject 626. A truly malevolent, wonderful, and just awesome character that I'm a huge fan of. If it's not manga or mythology or book related, get me a Stitch item because I love it very much. I have all the Funkos, I have a mug of it, and well, it's just awesome. But I digress because this is the manga podcast, not the Stitch podcast. But on today of all days, the day when Marvel's What If comes out, and stay tuned for our review of that. We're going to be releasing that uh, tonight. Check that out as well. But the day that What If comes out, a What If story is what I am going to be reviewing in this episode. Something where what if one change happened and how it would affect that character Stitch. So, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated be there reviewing a manga that was written by Hiroto Wada, who sadly passed away recently. So this manga only has three volumes. And this was published by Kodansha, which means it was brought over here not by Kodansha Comics, but rather it was licensed by one of my most questionable-feelinged 
publishers that I talk about. And we're talking about Tokyo Pop, who I used to love because they brought so many amazing things to us, but then they became weird and strange and Stu Levy kind of drove them into the ground, but they have returned. And this actually puts them back in my good graces a little bit. So this manga that is a Senin series ran in 2020 with, like I said, three volumes. And it is a weird thing. And we're talking about Tonosama to Stitch or Stitch and the Samurai. This is a what-if scenario where, when fleeing from the Galactic Federation, Stitch's starship still malfunctions, and he makes an emergency landing on Earth, but not in Hawaii, not in the present day. It's rather, he ends up in the Sengoku era in Japan, and who discovers this wonderful ball of destruction? Not a young child, but rather Lord Mason Yamato, uh individual who is destined to try to overthrow Shimbamasa, the great general of the Warring States. And Lord Yamato is not a kind man. When someone says, please, we can't burn the city of Gengoku to the ground, he tells him, you know what? All who defy me, women, children, men, all of them will be burned to the ground. So this is a very ruthless warlord who does not care about anything until one day his troops see a shooting star which crashes right by them. And in there is a red chariot of sorts, a device he's never seen before. And out of it pops Stitch, subject 626. And immediately Lord Yamato's like, kill that blue thing. I don't know what it is. It looks like a really weird Tanuki. Kill it, kill it, kill it. And as his troops fall victim to the awesomeness that is Stitch as he throws them around because he is stronger than 600 men. He's smarter than tons of, than a supercomputer. As he is defeating this army, Lord Yamato notices Stitch for what he is and says, Oh my god, it's so cute. I must have it. And this begins Stitch and the Samurai, where Lord Yamato ends up adopting Stitch and making him his personal pet and then valet. It's kind of crazy and weird. It's just very slice of life. First of him trying to get Stitch to let him touch him. Then he defeat him. And then Stitch ends up living in the his palace. And he ends up, instead of going on his campaign to take over Japan, he's too busy dealing with Stitch. And while he's occupied taking care of Stitch, his subordinate, Yuki Kigemitsu, is completely flabbergasted by why Lord Yamato has become such a weakling with this little blue tanuki creature which at first like it's a blue tanuki and then someone says it's a demon no no no, it's a tanuki we know it is wait no tanukis aren't blue it can't be tanukis don't look like this and then someone says no wait you know what i heard about this thing in a place called australia it's a koala and then stitch pops out his forearms he's like oh no it's a demon run away <laughs> so they have no idea what stitch is however it is the day-to-day -day life of lord yamato and stitch which keeps this manga going and eventually, at the end of the first volume, we get the introduction of two characters from the Stitch universe. We're talking about Agent Pleakley and Jumba Jukabi, the creator of Stitch, as they try to capture Stitch. And immediately when Lord Yamato sees these two weird aliens, he's like, oh my god, they're demons. And then what do they do? They use their vacuum brain scrambler, it's a vacuum cleaner that scrambles brains, to erase Yamato's memory of Stitch and of them. But then he comes across Stitch at his palace, says to kill him, because that evil creature, what is that doing in my palace? Kill it! And uh, Yuki is super happy that, yes, the interloper will die. But when Stitch defeats all of the enemies, Lord Yamato realizes this is his Stitch and he remembers. And they end up becoming best friends. And he ends up calling him something else, but it translates to Stitch. And Stitch starts saying Stitch, so 
His name is Stitch. Now, some of the fun elements about this manga, besides the fact that in Volume 2, Pleakley and Jumba end up erasing their memories, and then they become just peasants that live in a town. And when Lord Yamato sees him, he's like, that's a really ugly woman with one eye. What's the deal with that? And he's like, oh, wait, it's a demon. And, you know, that Stitch recognizes Jumba, so they don't remember. They're just like, oh, that blue Chinooki, it's so cute. But they're acting really weird. It's a very fun sequence. But the thing which I enjoyed about this is that they touch on several different elements about this, like Stitch learning how to read and him helping Lord Yamato interact with the impoverished. And more importantly than that, there is a huge, awesome reference to the Bancho Sarayashiki legend, which is the ghost of Okiko. Now, Okiku was a maid who was murdered because she lost a plate out of this famous 10 plate set. And forevermore, if you have the plates, she will go into your house and then haunt you by counting the plates. And when she reaches to nine, she's looking for the missing plate. And if she never finds it, she will drive you mad. And that is the legend. In this version, Lord Yamato gets the nine plates. He's trying to go to sleep after he's told the legend. He's like, this isn't true. It's not real. And he gets paralyzed as the ghost of Okiku shows up and she starts counting the plates. And then as she goes to number eight, Stitch wakes up and throws one of the plates against the wall. And she's like, what are you doing? Don't do that. You can't smash the plates. And it becomes a game. And then Okiku ends up, because Stitch and her are playing, she ends up resolving her grudge and she's going to go into heaven and stitch ends up saying no don't go and the ghost is now his best friend besides lord yamato so she hangs around at night and they play while yamato's trying to sleep and it gets to the point where it turns out that okiku falls in love with uh lord yuki and she wants stitch to give a letter of a love confession to Lord Yuki, which really confuses him because he hates Stitch. And Stitch just gives him this very eloquent letter about how someone admires him from afar, but can't be with him, cannot be his wife. And it's so like, what the hell? This is a fun, weird series. Um, the second volume ends with um, with uh, Jumba gets his memory back and he turns a simple village into a super country. Like, he makes it into a super science country where they have flying cars, and it's really, like, totally out there. But it's super Disney-esque, and I've got to say, it's really well done. The art style is fun. It's something very different, and for Slice of Life, it works really well. And I'm totally being biased. I'm not going to lie. It is because I'm a Stitch fan, but this is a very fun alternative to the Stitch mythos, and it's one which I totally recommend you check out. For... Because, because I'm the host and I can do this, I'm going to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. It's an excellent manga to read. It's a lot of fun. It is a little predictable, but it's fun and different. That's what I got to say about this. And while we're never going to get any more of it after Volume 3 because Hiroto Wada died, it's a great addition and it does a lot better than the Stitch anime series. The Stitch anime series was pretty garbage. This would have been a better version of the Stitch series. So those are my thoughts. If you've read this, let me know what you think. You can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin with your thoughts about the manga itself. Or if you think that there should be another Disney character that does get a manga adaptation where they're set in the Sengoku period, I would love to see some of these other ones. Like maybe Merlin from Sword in the Stone showing up in present-day Japan. Or we get, um, I'm trying to think of someone else. I don't want to say Mulan because Mulan's China. But we'll say like Aladdin wishing himself to Sengoku Japan would be kind of cool have to wait and see but let me know what you think and 
So remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can tweet us at Spirekin on Twitter. You can check out our YouTube channel, see our reaction videos, and we are going to have some really cool ones coming up. And I think that's for that basic housekeeping. Uh, everything else is in the show notes. And let's get to the manga releases for the week. And these were released on August 10th, 2021. And we have 26 new mangas that came out. And I've got to admit, for them I am definitely buying. We have A Sign of Affection, Volume 3, Call of the Night, Volume 3, Chronicles of an Aristocrat Reborn in Another World, Volume 1, the manga, Donuts Under a Crescent Moon, Volume 2, Drugstore in Another World, The Slow Life of a Cheat Pharmacist, Light Novel, Volume 2, Failure Frame, I Became the Strongest and Annihilated Everyone with Low-Level Spells, the manga, Volume 2, Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Edition, Volume 14, Harukana Receive, Volume 8, High Score Girl, Volume 7. How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Volume 7. I Got Caught Up in a Hero Summons, But the Other World Was at Peace, Volume 1. ID Invaded, Break Broken, Volume 2. Comey Can't Communicate, Volume 14. And speaking of which, Comey Can't Communicate is finally getting a mo- anime, so I'm excited for that. Uh, Love of Kill, Volume 3. Mint Chocolate, Volume 3. Pokemon Adventure Collector's Edition Volume 9, Pokemon Sword and Shield Volume 1, Radiant Volume 14, Sasaki and Miyano Volume 3, Skip and Loafer Volume 1, Sleepy Princess and the Demon Castle Volume 15, Star Wars Guardians of the Wills, which is about the uh, members who live on and take care of it. So if you saw Rogue One, they were Guardians of the Wills, so it's about them. You have Sundome Milky Way Volume 1. Tamamo Chan's of Fox, Volume 3, The Dark History of the Reincarnated Villainous, Volume 3, and Zombie Volume 11. So which of these are you excited for? For me, I am excited for Skip and Loafer, Love of Kill, and Comey. Those are the ones that I am really excited for. Which are the ones that you are excited for? Let me know in the... Uh, you can email me personally, or you could tweet me at Sparkin with what you think about this. And so think that's it for this episode we're getting to the end and let's actually get to the part that you have all been waiting for and what am i talking about i'm talking about that one that only the wheel of manga Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin this Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that slot is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review, episode 431. And I can't believe we're at 431, can you? So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode because we got some great titles on here. And one of them I've been waiting to do for a while, and I'm hoping it gets it. Probably not, but let's see. Number five. Oh, so guess that guess I nuts didn't get it. Anyway, so in the next episode I'm reviewing a manga about a girl playing an MMO and just putting all of her creation points into one stat. Uh, we're talking about Bofuru. I don't want to get hurt, so I put all of my points in defense. Uh, the anime is really popular. Greta really likes it, and I have actually never read the manga or read the light novel, so we're gonna see how it goes. I'm excited to see this though. Uh, let me know what you think. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. As usual, I love doing this. I'm going to be doing this as long as I can, and I wouldn't do it 
without you guys. You guys keep me motivated and keep me wanting to do this podcast. So thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. To my Patreon members, thank you very much. We've got some new episodes coming out for you. And as usual, I've been your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. See you later.